0: Come on. Zara, are you ready?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> <it>. Let's go. <laughs>
0: I'm ready. The people are ready. Let's let's go indeed. Welcome to Lifeblood Engage. This is George G. Our guest today is the strong and powerful Zara Mahoon. Zara is a master mindset and law of attraction coach and a manifesting expert. She's the author of 12 books. I'm excited to have you on, Zara. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do.
1: My goodness. Depends <laughs> on how much time you have.
0: <laughs> as much as we need.
1: All right. Um, my personal life. Well, I have two kids. I have two cats and a dog. I like living in the small town that I live in. It's easy, it's beautiful, I love the people here. Um, I am a fresh-off-the-boat immigrant to Canada. Uh, Not so fresh anymore because I've been (laughs) here 20 years. (laughs) Um, This is home and I love it. So that's a little bit about me. I started... um, I started my blog in 2011 so this year it's exactly 10 years and I started it as a hobby because I did not know anyone back then who even had heard of the term law of attraction let alone know what it meant and so I just needed an outlet I needed to to express my thoughts so I started a blog and I was so surprised because people found my blog and I started getting people writing in to me with their questions. And pretty soon, in a couple of months, it was like, oh my God, this is taking so much of my time. I have to charge for it because otherwise I feel bad. I feel bad that I'm giving, 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 and I'm not uh, receiving. The pleasure is good. Only if it doesn't take you away from the other things in your life that you want to do. So if this is going to take so much of my time that I can't do my other work. And I was a commissioned sales agent at that, that point in time. So I wasn't spending as much time making sales in my day job. I had to make up for it somewhere. So I started charging. Nice. For the advice. Yeah. And that's how my business was born.
0: And And... and- and, and there it is, 2011 and now 10 years later. So two kids, two cats, and only one dog. How come not two dogs, Zara?
1: Oh, my God. One is <laughs> driving me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I love her to bits, but it's like having a little baby in the house. No, thank you.
0: Yeah, I totally get it. All right. So so how did you get um, become acquainted to the law of attraction before everybody else? I...
1: Oh Well, like everybody else, I put two and two together when the secret movie came out. But I had forever been asking questions. I remember at age six going home and asking my mother, because I went to a Catholic convent and I came from a Muslim family. um, I remember going home and asking my mother, why are all my friends going to go to hell instead of going to heaven Mm -hmm. just because they're Catholic? Because that was the teaching at home. And I couldn't understand it because I loved my friends and the nuns who taught me. They were so loving and good people. And so I could not understand why God would hold it against them that they were Catholic. So I had to, I, I, I was brought up in an atmosphere where I had to understand the differences And it was, I could not understand the differences. I was always asking questions. And then it came to a point where I stopped asking questions because nobody was answering them and people were getting upset with me for asking questions. So I just went on my own journey of discovery. I went through all the religions that I knew of. I read books, I listened to programs, and I put Two and two together on my own. And then I found teachers like Deepak Chopra and Wayne Dyer and Louise Hay and fell in love with them. Now they never use the term law of attraction, but that is what they were all talking about. Got it's it. the book, it's the secret that brought that terminology to the forefront. But so I've been a student of law of attraction all my life. And
0: if you could really boil down or summarize what the law of attraction is, How how would you do that?
1: Very simply put, law of attraction is the system that the universe uses to grant wishes.
0: Nice. Why don't people tap into it?
1: Because we don't know about it. We have been taught a system that is based on reward and punishment. And law of attraction does not work on that system
0: so the universe is not interested in well how 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 would you finish that sentence if
1: if if you would the universe is not interested in what you want the universe is interested in what you give your attention to
0: got it it's interested in what i give my attention to so okay so the, the universe is interested in granting my wishes whatever they might be?
1: Absolutely. Everything is possible, but you've got to give attention to it. Just having the intention is not good enough if your attention is on the opposite of it. So let's say you intend to find a loving relationship. You intend to find... A job that is satisfying and pays you what you're worth, but your attention is on the fact that there aren't enough jobs out there. Or uh, who is going to hire me? I don't know the who's who in that industry. Well, then your attention is on not finding a job, whereas your intention is to find a job.
0: So shifting that then, let's get rid of that it's great that you have an intention of finding the, the great job or the career that you find to be fulfilling and rewarding and, and everything. You need to give that your attention and to strip away limiting beliefs and, 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 and limiting thoughts of, oh, it's a bad economy. Uh, there's no good companies in my town, stuff like that. And Absolutely. then to. This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show.
1: Absolutely. So I teach a, a mechanism very easy. This stuff is easy, easy, easy. I teach people that they need to have a set of core beliefs. And when a thought comes into their heads they need to evaluate it against the core beliefs and find congruence. If there is no congruence, discard the thought, because then it is keeping you away from what you want to accomplish. So one of my core beliefs is all things are possible. And like you said, if somebody is looking at the economy and saying there aren't enough jobs, then I would say to that person, but your core belief is all things are possible. So, this thought is not congruent with your core belief. Discard the thought, adopt the belief. All things are possible. If I want it, it can happen.
0: So, that's really, really important, right there. Are making sure that, yeah. number one, we have core beliefs.
1: Yes, absolutely. You need to know what your core beliefs are. Um, When I, in my teaching programs, in my mastermind program and the unlimited heart program, if I was to ask someone, what are your core beliefs? People have answers like, oh, my core belief is that you should be kind to others. My core belief is that there is a God. My core belief is that I'm a good person. I have a good heart. Those are not core beliefs because you you need to have a core belief that guides your action.
0: So a a core belief, if I were interested in being and having a rich and abundant life would be that the universe is limitless and abundant.
1: Yes. Um, other core beliefs that I really like are um, the future is can be better than the past. Mm. So just because something happened to me in the past doesn't mean it's going to happen again. Things are always working out for me, whether or not I can see the results. Those are my core beliefs. So when I look at something and the thought comes into my head, uh, oh, that can't happen for me. It only happens for other people. It can't happen for me. Well, I stop right there and I say, no, that's not true. Things are always working out for me. The future can be better than the past and all things are possible.
0: Those are good right there, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Those are my favorite ones.
0: And and, and and that certainly does make sense if, it, it like, if I don't really believe that, then I'm just like trying to trick myself. I'm trying to talk myself into something that I don't really believe, and therefore the universe is not going to give me what I think that I want because I don't really think that I deserve it or am worthy of it. Is that right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. In the book Prosperity Puzzle, which I wrote way back in 2015, some of the most powerful words in that book are that thinking, wanting something and thinking positively about it are two different things. Hmm. Just because your desire runs deep doesn't mean that you are positive about it. People confuse the two. People think that if I want it, that means I'm looking at things positively. That's not what it is.
0: I could want to be the best tennis player uh, in, in in my city or the state or the world. But if I don't really think that I'm capable of doing that, then all that want is, is not going to actually materialize into me being the best.
1: Absolutely. That's it.
0: Got it. Nice. So this isn't just a switch that I can throw on, or is it?
1: It is, because once you have a set of core beliefs, and something, you just need to have the awareness to compare your thoughts against the beliefs. It's like having a benchmarking system that says, oh, I'm thinking this, but I believe this. Oh, they don't work together. Which one am I going to discard? The belief that says I'm powerful or the belief that says I'm not? Mm-hmm. Right? You've got to discard one. So it's a, it's a very simple system. It just takes awareness. And when you are committed to changing your life, believe me, you become aware because your life literally depends on it.
0: Yeah. Okay. So how do I go about figuring out what my core beliefs are?
1: Well, you you don't need to figure out what your core beliefs are because whatever they are have got you to where you are in life. What is important is to consciously decide what you want your core beliefs to be and then tattoo them on your forehead if you have to yeah um but you have to keep them up front and center every day every hour every minute of your life
0: so okay so this is something that 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 okay so I'm 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 always thinking about it, or rather, when a thought comes through my mind, I am comparing it to those core beliefs. Exactly. All the time. Yep. So that's sort of like my true north. If yes, lots exactly. Of ways to think about it.
1: Exactly. So once you verbalize it, once you know what your guiding principles are, and they don't have to be more than three or five or four or five things, I just listed my three or four to you i know them like that because i practice them all the time
0: got it and then it's a matter of then thinking about how how you want your life to look and the the the, the things that you have
1: well that is a widely held belief that i do not subscribe to Because in my mind, if I've asked the universe once, my order has been placed. I do not need to ask again and again. What I need to do is to be open to receiving it, which means holding on to my core beliefs. And this is one of the reasons why visualization and affirmations do not work, is that people ask again and again. It becomes like a complaint. If you ask again and again, it's a complaint. And so... Just like anyone else, the universe does not like complaints. Hmm.
0: So I don't need to keep setting that intention and saying, give me a great relationship, give me a great relationship, give me a great relationship. I just need to set the intention once and be patient.
1: Absolutely. Let it go and it will come because every time you ask for that, Thing you notice that it is not there before you ask for it. So if you're asking for that relationship again and again, that means that again and again you're noticing that it is not there. And that pulls your vibration apart. It puts pulls your energy apart. So you're not heading clearly in one direction. It's like riding in a boat and there's two people in it and one's rowing one direction, the other one's rowing in the other direction. You don't end up going anywhere. And this is what happens to people when they keep asking and noticing that they don't have it.
0: Okay. So I I imagine that this is a part of the equation which is challenging because I don't have a really strong faith muscle when I'm just getting started with this, right?
1: Now the faith muscle, funny that you bring that up, faith muscle is actually, consists of self-worth. You don't believe that whatever that entity is that you want to put your trust in is trustable because you don't believe that you are important enough to that entity. Mm -hmm. And if you don't believe that you're important enough, you're not loved enough, your needs are not important enough, then you don't have Mm self-worth. And so that is why my entire focus is on teaching people Self-worth. That is what the Unlimited Heart program is all about. It is about elevating your self-worth, standing in your true power, and knowing that you only need to ask once. What you need to do over and over again is allowing
0: and this this strikes me that this is the it it it, it it's 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 the foundation to really making this work. That's probably a billion people who bought the book and just said, Oh, this, this thing doesn't work and threw it away because they failed to, because they're not standing in their true power. They're not feeling like they're worthy of the things that they think that they want.
1: Exactly. So trust really consists of self-worth and that is why self-worth is so important.
0: Yeah. Well, that certainly makes sense to me. Um, and I know that that's something that, that I, I certainly struggled with for, for a long time, thinking that, that I was worthy and then thinking I was deserving. In fact, I thought that that word was 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 ridiculous, that like, why would anybody deserve things? And I imagine mm-hmm. that that's a lot of the people that, that you work with have that same mindset.
1: Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Most people on planet Earth have that mindset because we are taught that. Because there's this system of reward and punishment, which is brings us back around to where we started. This is the system that life seems to operate on, but it is not the system that the universe uses in order to grant wishes.
0: So we need to, to do the work, for lack of a better term, of just getting ourselves to the place where we are worthy of it. And I'm sure that that work takes different forms for 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 everybody
1: it sure does and that is why in my program the unlimited heart there are two elements to it there's an element of me and my team of alignment coaches working one-on-one with members of the program and an element of group coaching and then self-administered exercises. You need all of it, but I think most of all, what people need is someone to hold their hands because there is the vast majority of people who are on this journey of spirituality, self-discovery, and law of attraction do not have anyone to talk to about it, do not have an accountability partner who says, have you done the work today? What have you been thinking about today? Mm-hmm. And I think that that is the missing piece. And that missing piece is what it is my objective to fill that gap in the unlimited heart program.
0: I love it. I love it, Zera. Well, Zera, the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them?
1: Just the core beliefs. If you... Can identify what you want your core beliefs to be, and you keep them front and center. You can change your whole life.
0: Well, I think that that is great stuff. That definitely gets. It. Come on, come on, Zara. Thank you so much for coming on. Where can where can people learn more about you, and how can people get involved with your program?
1: Um, my handle is Z Mahoon, so Z M A H O O N. You can find me on. Facebook. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you want to look for me. My blog is also ZMahoon.com So, yeah, look me up, hook up with me, and I will be happy to be your guide.
0: love it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Zara your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to ZMahoon.com That's Z-M-A-H-O-O-N dot com and find her on social media at ZMahoon also. Thanks again, Zara.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.